You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM seven seventy KTTH. Well, we uh, luckily we cut off know it all last hour before I had to get to story number five. Tampon shortage causing prices to rise. Boy, I'll tell you what, if you think that a new mom who can't feed her kid is going to get angry, then I don't know. I don't have an opinion on the subject uh, because it's just me and producer Greg and we're male pigs. You know what we are? We're, we're blank slates. We're, we're, we are blank canvas. Uh, some of the same issues straining the global economy, such as fuel costs, labor shortages, uh, but also the pandemic rush for medical essentials is driving a tampon shortage. And uh, what do you need? Cotton, rayons, and plastics. The average price for a package of tampons is up nearly 10% in the past year. Sustainable period products such as reusable menstrual cups are one solution. Don't ask. Don't even look at me. There, there's some mysteries I prefer oh, to no. be left yeah. to. I, I don't need to know. I'm on a need to know basis. By, by the way, the 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 I I don't I don't go on about it because in in Hollywood, you know, you're in my situation because you're benighted. Uh, besainted uh, wife got cancer and left you as a single dad or whatever. But let me let me tell you that that period that time between the age of eleven and the age of thirteen, mm-hmm. um, I, I I learned more about stuff and junk that never concerned me. Um, and I, I mean, I I, I got to say, I, you had an education if, in real time. If you find yourself uh, a a single father. Uh, to to a uh, daughter, contact me, and I will um, I'll educate you about uh, some stuff. And Do talk. you have more empathy, sympathy for oh, the opposite sex now, Brian? My God, with a daughter, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> because every girl going through that uh, should have a subject matter expert. Um, but you are not. No, and that's what the thing is. I'm very fortunate. I've got some great friends. Uh, who who have filled that purpose? Uh, who are actual females? So I. I well, so are you going to fill the shed uh, out back with feminine hygiene products oh. now? How concerned should what we be about like, the shortage? Like the like like uh, no. Well, we've gone through TP. We've gone through baby formula. Oh yeah. Now we're going uh, to tampons. I mean, what's next here? Well, it's that uh, that last that last thing. By the way, is a solution. Uh, don't worry. The female cohort that listened to our radio station heard what I said. Okay. About that last Enough said. Well, so, um, you know, if you're wondering, if you're pissed off about the economy, um, here is Graham Potus addressing the AFL-CIO all about what a a head wind that Putin has given us. Stacey Abrams is here as well. By the way, I'm going to ask you all a favor. Help her in Georgia. Help Stacey Abrams in Georgia. By the way, these are not the AFL-CIO blue-collar guys that voted for Trump. This is this is the one percent that they elect because they're in the mob or whatever to to be at, at this AFL-CIO you know leaders thing. These are these are the guys that funnel your mandatory contributions to the DCCC or to Biden or whatever, and he's, you know that the economy uh, is in the crapper. Like before we took office, 3,000 Americans are dying every day from COVID. 20 million Americans had lost their jobs on the last guy. 
In fact, so many Americans lost their jobs that my predecessor became just the second president in history to leave office with fewer jobs in America. If if he was, this is so if he was disingenuous, le- literally <clears throat> holding a, a, a stool and polishing it. He he couldn't be doing. But, but you, you talk about preaching to the choir. This is the management of AFL-CIO, not the rank and file, um, who, again, voted for Trump. Uh, they they did it yesterday. Uh, this is, and man, I, I got to say, I, there's more traction in acknowledging that I paid five eighty a gallon, you know, yesterday. There's more, uh, more, more traction, I, I think, in them acknowledging, hey, these are tough times. Yes, we live in a bubble in Washington, D.C., but we know what you're all going through. Oh, yeah, you, you can't find baby formula. Uh, women, you can't you can't find feminine hygiene items that you're comfortable with. Um, and I just I want to hear uh, I want to hear an older male say, well, have you considered a reasonable minstrel cup? That I, I want to see if one of our texters knows what AFL-CIO stands for. I'll give them a dollar if anybody can. Well, the AFL right answer. Me. The, the AFL is a gimme. They're they're the wobblies. Everyone, look it up. Google it. Uh, this is a uh, Karine Jean Pierre telling you all that uh, things are are just are booming. What's the problem? He has made this uh, his top economic priority as we're talking about inflation, as we're talking about uh, the economy. Like, we have to remember where this country was uh, more than a year ago when he walked into office. The economy uh, was not in a great place. Uh, schools were closed. Businesses were closed. We didn't have a comprehensive uh, COVID, uh, uh, COVID strategy. Gas was under 4 bucks. Inflation was under 3%. Don't... You know, it's the, it's the old thing about criminal lawyers or defense lawyers. Don't ask a question that you don't know the answer. Well, that's the, also the old thing about Google is gas was two thirty nine a gallon when Biden took office, and inflation Where? was one point four percent. I would have moved there. National average. This is just not the right strategy go when he walked into office the economy uh was not in a great place uh, schools were closed businesses were closed we didn't have a comprehensive uh covid uh, uh, uh and uh, she she doubled down this is uh, again the white house spokesperson kareen jean-pierre does the president have the stamina physically and mentally do you think to continue on even after 2024 Don, you're asking me this question oh my gosh he's the president of the united states you know he i can't even keep up with it we just got back from new mexico we just got back she's Mm. very upset at that question by Mm. the way yeah you're you know you're just taking those far right talking points from the new york times don you're supposed to be cheerleading for us how could you ask such a thing yeah no don't make me unleash hockey on you and the fact that the tactic is to laugh at him even asking what is so amazingly obvious you know, Captain, the ship seems to be listing, and aren't we awful close to that uh, iceberg? <laughs> well, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have the ha- I have the shiny hat. I'm the captain of the Titanic. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, it, he, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. 
that is uh, I, I, I that is not a question that we should be. You a simple yes or up. no would suffice. Yeah, you can't keep up with Joe Biden. Then whatever you do, don't ever get chased by a bear because it's going to stop at Corrine Jean Pierre and eat you. So uh, any anyway, the economy. Everyone just move along. There's nothing to see here. I want to I want to dip into uh, twenty seconds. Of- President Obama used yeah. to always give me the good assignments. Well, I remember one day walked in on a joke and said, Joe, fix Detroit. I said, okay, no problem. <laughs> no, you think I'm kidding? You think I'm kidding? Well, I didn't realize I thought I knew a lot about the cities. When I was in Detroit, the vast majority of the people living in the cities, their jobs are out of town because they're not doing manufacturing in towns anymore. Out of town. So we got a rail system for them. We got a freight system. We got a bus system. Oh God! God love you. What am I talking oh, about? Oh, stand up, stand up, Chuck. Um, uh, yeah, pushing rail, pushing trains. Really? In 2022, uh, it, it's funny. There is a public transit. It's a, a, it's a, it's a group in Europe, and, and and they assess your boondoggle rail system. You know, they, they've had a pass at Sound Transit. And they're like, well, you know, if you do throw enough money. They, California says, hold my beer. High-speed fail in California is, is one, of the, one of the worst publicly funded projects in the history of this country. And it will never carry a passenger. Never, at least, at, if you're a fan of fentanyl and meth, <laughs> you can at least jump on... Light fail at at uh, at SeaTac and uh, that's not right. That's not fair. Not a joke. So anyway, uh, all right. We'll uh, take a break. Be right back. Uh, right after this, AM seven seventy KTTH. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM seven seventy KTTH. How do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. I continue to pay straight cash, homie. And I continue to be shocked um, by that. And so, uh, AM770 KTTH, uh, Brian Suits here. Um, this is an ABC report. Gas price. You know what? I don't. There, there's other gas finding apps. The one that I use is just the one that I use. They're all, they all sort of align. There's a few. The, the closer you get to Seattle or Tacoma, the closer you are to $6 or, and north. Uh, gas, and I I gotta say I I break for about five forty five and less. And what can you report in Renton, or or is it a secret? I shield my eyes. I just put in the credit card. I take it out. I I never look at the number, and I just oh. fill up and go on my way. It's blissfully ignorant that's why i would i that's why i really would tell people maybe for 48 hours go straight cash depending on where you live so i i didn't know yeah, if the, you but, really want a part of your soul to die every day pay cash at the pump <laughs> if you don't write checks how do you pay these guys straight cash homie oh there you go and uh the, the <laughs> hockey pays in pieces of mouse and they don't they don't take it um uh, so a- anyway it's eye popping but all it does i the the one counter argument is it doesn't calm me down seeing what i'm paying there there is a there's a certain philosophical defense to to your 
approach to the gas pump, to the the old one arm bandit. Ah, there we go. Dad joke. Dad joke alert. Um. Anyway, here's ABC with this uh, stunning breaking news that stuff costs more. Out the price behind me, six forty nine a gallon, and that is for regular gasoline. And a lot of places are seeing the prices even higher, according to AAA. Gas is nearly two dollars more per gallon than it was this time last year. That means, on average, people are spending. Wait a minute. Hang on. I I did that as pounding the podium. What's he talking about? 3.7%. And millions of Americans are leaving. I love these guys talking about why these guy, guy left my, 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 my employment, went to another job. Because he got paid more. Oh, he did the thing. He did the whisper thing. Anyway, uh, that's uh, President I did that. Uh, read their live at uh, um, preaching to the choir, the management of the one of the largest unions, AFL CIO, where he's they, they all agree everything is going swimmingly. But what are people complaining about? Uh, they they rode uh, apparently a dirigible there or something, and it was filled with uh, with cow farts or something. Yeah, you know, at the end I of this know. ABC News report on the surging price of everything, uh, there's some news you can use, Brian, that I think is relevant to you and yours. Let me get it. And that's more. And that's exactly right. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, prices are up across the board. Rent has jumped more than 26% from last year. Food prices are up. We're not just talking about eating out. We are talking about going to the grocery store and eating at home. That is up almost 12%. That's the biggest increase since 1979. Protein really seeing a spike. Eggs up more than 32%. Meats, poultry, fish up more than 14 and in all, it is costing $341 more per month for you to buy the same things you were buying last year, Michael. Mm, That's bonkers. But didn't, didn't she hear the press conference? <laughs> yesterday? didn't ABC get he the He has uh, made this uh, his top economic priority as we're talking about inflation, as we're talking about uh, the economy. Like, we have to remember where this country was uh, more than a year ago when he walked into office. The economy. Isn't that astoundingly tone deaf? The, the, if if you force people it's to a recall, parallel universe. Oh my God! What what this? Where this country was a year ago? Uh I I wasn't paying five eighty five for gas. So there's that. Just to go buy a four dollar loaf of bread. Never mind COVID. This is going to put restaurants that are barely barely coming back. This is going to put restaurants it out of business unless me, they raise or jack their prices. I recall during the uh, early days of the Biden administration getting those checks or direct deposits in the bank account. All of my friends being like, isn't this amazing? This free money? We're just <sighs> direct deposit. I'm going to quit my job for a few what, months. What was it? 1800 or 1400 a person or something like that per household? Um Guess what, folks? <laughs> You're the music stopped. All of that and then some in inflation. I, I mean, the these, music there is a correlation stopped. causation here. So the uh, hey, free check in your mailbox. Don't worry, I'm in the form of a debit card with your name on it. You don't even have to cash it. I was uh, I was direct deposited. It's so so easy. Eggs fifty percent more. What? what? Go wrong. 
Oh, it's June of 2022. <laughs> Who's got a chair? Um, wow. 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 Property values all across the world are falling, including around here. And uh, like I say, I'll bring it in uh, tomorrow. Uh, someone who, who a, a, a eminent person saying that uh, we're already in a global depression, not not uh, recession. Well, the you know the the, the great thing about that is um, that uh, wheat, natural gas, all the stuff to uh, you know keep the economy running that's flowing out of Ukraine. Oh wait. Um, and you know, by the way, part, part, let me just give people this tip. Um, uh, first of all, if you don't want to hear this tip, uh, there, we, there's some uh, lovely uh, sports being discussed in other places. Uh, all right. So anyway, there you go. <clears throat> Are you still around? Still here. I'm going to recock this thing about buy your Christmas gifts. If you're buying electronics for your kids, cousins, nephews, whatever, do it now. My kids never know what they want until like a week before Christmas. Hold though. them down. Um, <laughs> you will want this. Hold them down, and um, I can't look. Say what you will about waterboarding. No, I'm sorry. You know what? This is, this is a teachable moment. Uh, tell them I didn't grow up like this, but you're living in a ex- extraordinarily historic time. Is there something electronic that you want? Because the reason, it, folks, uh, is you know, remember the supply chain? It has a beginning and the end. The end is where you buy it. What we know right now, what we knew on February 24th, is that 90%, okay, let me let me start even more, more backwards. Electronics require silicon chips. Those chips require helium to make. 90% of the world's helium comes from, anyone want to guess? Try hockey, you want to guess? Yes, Ukraine. That supply chain is, it's not like they had a one-year war chest of helium. It's a just-in-time economy around the world, and so it is in Taiwan for the semiconductors. They're not going to have it in time. Talk to anyone at Nintendo and Redmond about this. They're dealing with this. It, it, they go in everything. Your car, every, never mind the COVID interruption of the new electric Ford F-150, um, try the Putin interruption of the uh, silicon chips and, uh, and, and all that. It's so, so, so anyway, I'm just preparing you. I'm preparing you all. It's, it's what I do. And, and it doesn't help that I'm paying for things with cash, by the way. Uh, so anyway, never mind. You've stolen. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood. There you go. Uh, all right. When we come back, we'll check your text. Uh, also a, <clears throat> according to... Uh, Axios, no, no far left thing. Uh, Democrats are playing with fire in GOP primaries by using the rules, uh, spending money to uh, primary moderates up because they're afraid of moderate Republicans. In you, you talk about people that know they're losing. This, this is the quarterback sneak happening right now in June. Uh, back in a second. Uh, you know, we're less than 150 days away from November. Does everyone know that? So anyway, uh, back in a second, uh, AM 770 Teach. You're listening to a Brian Suit Show replay on AM 770 KTTH. Hey, 
770-KTTH. Brian sits here. I uh, looked out the window. It's kind of sunny. It was a, a torrential downpour on my way into the yeah. newsroom this at, morning. At, uh, at 4 a.m. I mean, it, 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 it got harder as you got to downtown Seattle. I was uh, like literally hydroplaning. Uh, it threw downtown before I took uh, Lakeview. It's I was really happy rare. about it because uh, a bird pooped on my windshield yesterday. Literally Hitler. And I'm telling you, it made a mark on my windshield that was about 12 inches in diameter. I have no idea what kind of bird this was. You want him gone? Let you me, think it's uh, a bald eagle or put something? Put in a word with hockey. <laughs> you know, uh... Oh, no, man, I gave you an excuse to play that obnoxious hawk noise. You mean this actual bird in the studio? What uh, What the hell? What Kids, what do you think? Yeah! Of um, you, know, you know what's crazy? Go to the Ikea in Renton. And if you're if if you're there on the weekday, if you're you know if you can, and, and so so you're you're standing around and you're minding your own business, of, um, loading your stuff or or getting ready to walk in, and just out of the blue in that gigantic you know parking area of, of the unnamed did I name an unnamed uh, Swedish based uh, Allen Wrench uh, company, um, you, you hear this? Um, have you heard that? No, it's a it's a technique for keeping pigeons away. Um, it it, it really is. It it, it it's um <clears throat> it's like on a loop because like you a know, modern scarecrow yeah, using pigeons can't detect patterns. You know they're like, oh, why is it every fifteen seconds that red-tailed hawk <laughs> spouts off? But that's that's what they do, and it's a, apparently very effective. You you it's like a it, it's on the PA system and and that uh, sort of there you go. So I I have there are countries where a bird's excrement on your vehicle is considered good luck. Not by care. the way, yeah, it is the season of bird poop because they're all over my car in my driveway. If if there's any listeners with tips on how to deter the birds from pooping on my vehicle while it's parked at my house, I I need to know. And I, that's our segue. Hockey just gave you. By the way, I just I just caught a, a bit of uh, Biden preaching to the choir in uh, Philadelphia, and he he had a he had a verbal flub, and I was really praying that he would make the mistake I wish he would make, but he did not. He corrected himself. He said this to the winds of di- whims of dictators halfway around the world. Let's see where I'm going? It's that thirteen-year-old sense of humor. What? Back with the vengeance. No, I'm a very sophisticated political observer. To the winds of di- whims of dictators halfway around the world. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, all right, time to read your text. Eight seven seven to check your text. Eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Want and, me to go first? Um, yeah, since I haven't read any. On the <laughs> subject of the war in Ukraine, from the seven one six. Happy Tuesday from Buffalo. What do you guys think about the state or the will of the American people should NATO get directly involved with Russia with all the economic woes at home? Additionally, what do you make of the reports that the U.A. is slowly being routed out of the east? Very, very slowly, but at a very dear cost. The Russians are have entire units that are just shells of themselves. And this is this is real specific, but the dudes that they draft every six months, the Russian army takes a new class of conscripts they, for for their one year draft. The guys they drafted in April that Putin promised on live TV would not be involved in the special military operation in Ukraine. Yeah, they're already there. I mean, and in the American military, 
the idea that two and a half months of from civilian to being to to going to war, uh, you'd be in Leavenworth for suggesting it. And and they're I mean the the Russians are really good at punching holes with artillery and then shoving meat in there, and that is what they're doing. And it's crazy that in 2022, a Russian leader can get away with that. But that's what's going on. Oh, by the way, you know what's breaking is that uh, jailed opposition leader Alexander Navalny has disappeared. What's your first clue that things might be bad for him? Well, he's in a Russian jail. Uh, Anyway, he's been moved to an unknown location. But wild stab, wild stab, it probably has a fifth story window. There you go. That is a terribly distressing development, but one that was entirely predictable. Alexei Navalny has some cojones, and you got to hand it to the dude. He gets poisoned and then goes back to the source of yeah. the poisoning but, and lets himself get arrested. Uh, I mean, the dude is incredible. Bono says, uh, I was six months from civilian to Pesh River Valley in Afghanistan. Yeah, but um, what happened during those six months? You went to basic, you went to AIT, you fell in with a new unit, you you had pre-deployment training. Believe me, the, this is this is like uh, on day 60, you're told, oh, pack up, uh, you're going to go to a real war. Well, enough of the simulation. So so anyway, Tony Tucent says, uh, in, in regards to your probable pigeon pool, BB gun. A BB gun that, that takes far too much time. Then I have to ha- have like a stakeout and sit out there and wait for the birds to potentially target my car. There's got to be an easier solution than that. You feel targeted. We we were talking about youth sports in the first hour. Aaron from Kenmore writes in. There's been a huge increase in kids' sports incidents where parents are physically violent with umpires yeah. in Little League. That's true. I've actually read that. a number of stories. This pressure is trickling down to the players and causing sports, poor sportsmanship. Makes me rethink sending my own varmint into Little League. Aaron, I just got Good, good callback on the varmint, yeah, by the yeah, way. Nice, nice reference. Uh, my son's Little League season just wrapped up. We lost in the semifinal. It was the most contentious game of the season. I was an assistant coach. But here's my advice to you, Aaron. Let your kid play Little League because you can be someone who gives a master class in de-escalation and pacification of tensions on the field. Be the change you want to see. There was a moment uh, of argument going on in the game at a pivotal moment, and I found myself telling one of the coaches on the other team, please be a good example for the kids here, and that shut everybody up. And that can, honestly, that can be contagious. You're that guy, huh? Yes, because um, we were being a terrible example for the kids watching. These are seven and eight-year-olds who are watching coaches argue about whether or not one of them was safer out and I'm like, guys, the kids don't care as much as we do. We need to calm down. Everyone remember the great Bob Roberts, voice of the uh, Tacoma Tigers and uh, Washington State uh, Cougars basketball and football. At the end of a broadcast, he, he Bob Rondo didn't say this. Bob Roberts would say, always be a good sport. Be a good sport. Always. So there. That's a beautiful sentiment. And it really is pretty simple. Youth sports is about character cultivation, not who wins or it's loses. About winning. Um, no, that's the point. <laughs> always be a good sport. Be a good sport, always. Uh, Lonnie Berdeen says, economy, I haven't seen any inflationary reports on the cost of drugs, both legal and illegal. 
I wonder if we'll ever see a Putin price hike on illegal drugs or if perhaps inflating prices of everything else as a result of bad economic policy and government regulation. See, if you tighten up at the border, your your uh, fentanyl is going to be a lot more expensive. And then there's going to be a lot more. The, the side effect is that a lot more expensive mountain bikes are going to be stolen from Capitol Hill. Uh, when we come back, a Puyallup man and a, a father, father's son, January 6th, uh, arrests uh, yesterday of Puyallup man and his two sons arrested charged with January 6th riots so you know it's one of those unarmed insurrections where uh, now over a thousand people are being tried and and they they all unregistered us to vote or something I, I don't know but uh, anyway um, also yeah the the newest paradise in Seattle is just uphill from us um, on Capitol Hill Uh that and more when we come back. Uh, yeah, uh, Americans polled about their opinion about people calling themselves women and competing against Americans' daughters in sports at, at every level. Uh, the the answer is probably um, intuitive. Uh, we'll be back right after the same 70K TGH. I'm 770KTTH, Brian Suits here, and uh, with producer Greg wrapping things up uh, before Dan Bongino and the Washington Examiner is announcing that they've gained access to a 28-gig encrypted iPhone backup found on a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop, everybody. So, there, and there's here's a gem. Remember, by the way, producer Greg, if you're following along at home, he's clean now. now is he? Yeah, he went through that period... Uh, with his dead brother's widow, you know, that was a fling. Who doesn't, you know, am I right? And it was comforting uh, for her. And Hunter at the time was married, by the way. And, and I can't the, keep up with all the salacious details. Speaking of that, by the way, his his ex is out with her own book. And I think she's going to be on a on an alphabet network, not Fox today. Uh, oh, no, no. Good Morning America. She's doing Good Morning America right now. Wow. Um, this is this is Hunter's ex, right? So the examiner's got a hold of this. By the time his dad was president, you know, he 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 was clean. His dad, uh, as as heard here, to the winds of di- whims of dictators halfway around the world. But so uh, four days before his dad was president, Hunter Googled this. Well, first of all, there's a text. My dad asked me to be in a call at 7:30. Re political decisions, January 16, 2019. He texted. He texted that to a blow, a Wonder who that would be. Probably a workout pal. So then he goes on Google. He googles the following four days before his dad, dad is president. Oh, I'm sorry. The day before, January 19th, 2019, 7:23 a.m. Hey Google. <laughs> I think I put too much baking soda in my mix with cocaine to make crack. How do I fix it? That's not real, is <laughs> it? It is. It's they. They. They would be sued. Hunter would own the Washington Examiner if 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 they did not. So <laughs> no, no, no. So anyway, no. <laughs> there, there's also they also have a recording of Hunter bragging that his father will adopt political positions at his command. So that's. <laughs> 
And this is a guy, he would never adopt political positions from a guy who doesn't know how much baking soda you need to mix to make crack. To the winds of di- whims of dictators halfway around the world. So, uh, oh, my God! All right, well, the Washington Post releasing a poll, a WAPOL, University of Maryland. There's a lot of information in a, in a short break. A University of Maryland poll. Um, they asked 1,503 people across the U.S., um, bottom line, this is from May 4th through the 17th. The poll was conducted. 55% of Americans are opposed to allowing transgender men who are transgender women and girls to compete against each other um, at, at every level. Uh, the closest gap, um, and the categories are should be allowed, should not be allowed, or no opinion. So, again, this is this is men who are men manning. At different levels, even up, you know, up to high school and college, and then deciding that they're now women, uh, even though they're physically men, and they're going to compete against women at Division One, Division One AA, Division Two, or high school or junior high, middle school, whatever. For youth sports, should be allowed is thirty three percent. Should not be allowed is forty nine percent. You know, and keep in mind that's when those of us who are parents, you know, that kids are closest in in abilities and gender differences are are, are minimal at that time. High school sports: thirty percent should be allowed, fifty five percent should not be allowed. College sports: twenty eight percent should be allowed, fifty eight percent should not be allowed. And then professional sports: twenty eight percent should be allowed, fifty percent should not be allowed. And so the headline for that's me. That's self-fixing. The professional, if you want to be a man and show up at the WNBA and, and try out, and you think you can hang with those women, then be my guest. So less than a third of Americans believe trans women should be able to compete in female sports. Less than it, a third. It would less seem so. Now, uh, the takeaway Obviously, more is, influencing has to happen, Greg. This is another lesson in the fact that sometimes the loudest voices on social media or on cable news aren't exactly indicative of broader American sentiment. So those places that you fly over and your airliner or your Gulf Stream drops the blue ice on, they, they, they count too. They can vote too. Correct. Um, and so, you know, while this is happening, Axios, no far right wing megaphone with this story today, Democratic uh, groups are buying ads touting some of the most extreme pro-Trump candidates in Republican primaries around the country, meddling in GOP contests to set up more favorable matchups in November. Now, now remember uh, the the flash mob on January 6th that trespassed, that was somehow a threat to democracy, even though I did vote, you know, the, a couple months before and later on 2021 and, and all that. But oddly enough, it was a threat to democracy. What the Nancy Pelosi linked pack is doing in Colorado, uh, in California, is they're finding primaries, primary races where the incumbent Republican, and in, in, in one specific case, uh, the 22nd District of California has a guy, a Republican by the name of David uh, Valadao. Uh, he, he is he's in a district that went 16 percent for Biden. But proving my theory that, uh, you know, in, in an area where you have the, uh, the surname reflects the active voters, you're going to win. So he's a Republican who voted to impeach uh, Trump 
Um, well, so they know that he's pretty strong in that seat. So Pelosi's running ads that are promoting this guy, Matisse, who's a Fresno City Council person, <clears throat> um, and, and saying that that uh, the incumbent hates Trump. And, uh, uh, you know, in, in all, I, I, actually, they're, they're, they're running ads against a guy that would, they're, they're claiming he's somehow pro-Trump and all this, right? Um, so what's happening is Kevin McCarthy and, and Republican PACs are coming out and they're dropping a lot of money on fairly safe Republicans who Pelosi and her group uh, are, are primarying with far-right people. But, and the four-level chess here is that in the general election, they know that they're going to bum rush. They're going to roll a guy that they can now paint as far-right. So that, that's what's going on um, all around.